Look, we're just going to be real. The following episode got pretty intense. Listener discretion is advised. Please take care of yourself and do not hesitate to ask for help if you need it. Welcome to Danger Dames. Join three sisters immersed in magic, southern drama, and the family business. Okay, that's so, what's happening. I think both the younger uh, sisters are like looking at the ground and being ridiculous. Fine. That's what we're doing then. We're going to... Don't say I was ridiculous. Scry I, was, I suggested a thing. For this ridiculous woman. Fine. The hell froze over. Let's do it. I'll add some some text to you to the the book. It does say that there is um, like he does note where he went. Like Kimball does note where he went to like investigate, and so she was been seen sort of downtown at a couple of the like small shops there, and uh, she's been seen out sort of headed out towards the uh, Fox Fox right. That's her last name. The, like Fox. Fox family. I forget what we named that town, but there's a town kind of out away from you guys. She's been seen in some like gas stations and stuff headed out that way. Okay. So we hunt for her out that way. I'm not going to go drive around in every back fucking country road. Hmm. All right, we're doing it. She grabs her glass. We're heading downstairs. Let's do it. We're doing it. What are we doing? Scrying. Scrying for we're her. Scry oh, we're in the library, we? but she can't come inside unless we no, let her No, we're going to pinpoint her and we're going to go fucking get okay. her. Okay. We have a map. We need a map. Does somebody have a map? <laughs> you uh, do. You do have a pretty uh, effective scrying ritual. We do. All right. Yep. This sounds super. Let's do it. Yeah. So what does this look like? You are so. I love it. I love it. Uh, so I guess we're in the library in our triangle because we can't make a circle. <laughs> yeah. I think a wellspring map is laid out before us. Whatever. Topographical map. I feel like. Like I, I like the the um, not water, but like liquid element, and not necessarily blood. We don't do blood magic, so no, but like maybe quicksilver. Yeah, so like yeah, and then we like, yeah. and then you know, of course, as you dance around the circle, what what? Okay, keep going. I'm interested where this is headed. The we would make the quicksilver move basically, and it would eventually mm. land somewhere, right? Okay. What's your item that you're bringing down? I was thinking like a brush or something. Do you have anything Good like Lord, that? Lord, with like hair in it? Yuck. Well, <laughs> it would work. Toenail clippings. It would work. <laughs> Her first baby tooth. <laughs> it's a locket. Put it on the dais. Oh. Who's in it? Dad. Your dad, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not your dad. Weird. Yeah, I'm going to be dead, but I'm going to send you this locket with this random man in it. Weird. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Give me a ritual test. Oh, I have to do it. I want her to do it. <laughs> I can do it. Yeah, whoever's, you can whoever, I get whoever's, it. whoever's leading it. You're the lunchman, girl. But I know, but she's the ritual queen. Go. Do oh. it. Ritual queen you don't says. have to be good at it to do it. Uh, four. What's your thing? I have a one. <laughs> no, you run upstairs and get the locket okay. and bring it down. Like, um, I was reluctant to do it in the first place, so, like, I will help, but, like, I'm not the ritual. Yeah, so you bring on the locket. I'm like, I can't believe you still have this. I'm going to snatch it from you. I know, it's going to destroy it. Oh. Someone's a little excessive. Uh, Well, she takes it from you. Like, this is ridiculous. This cheap, ridiculous piece of jewelry. And you have mercury from somewhere, you said? Yeah, I feel like that would be like an element that we keep in 
All right. Are you just throwing it on the map? Give a tap. I'd like it maybe an eyedropper or something like from a vial. Drop it in the corner. And Cool. All right. I think uh, Gretchen begins to recite the first paragraph from the Winnie the Pooh book. What? Into the Hundred Acre Wood. Uh, yeah, I said a, a four, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she got a four. Okay. Uh, so you're tied. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can do success at cost or you can spend a point. <laughs> controlling ass and spend a point. Got a six. Um, yeah, so how does how does your controlling nature aid you in this task? Uh, I think as the mercury begins to like spool around where the, the fox sisters are because they have their own magic, right? Like it would mm-hmm. repel any kind of like looky, looky-loo kind of magic. Instead, she like locks down and begins to really focus and then uh punctures through their magic to find mom yeah uh sure so because she says it's going to destroy the locket and like she can feel like the the picture like burns and like the locket gets all funky looking and like it's like decaying in her hand yeah so yeah there's a stretch of of sort of like highway in between the two towns and it's the same hotel that you saw that you went and checked uh clara's room at oh no you can tell it's pretty i mean it's sort of a circle around it so technically it could be like across the street or in the woods behind it but you google it there's and like you can only see. one hotel there yeah well it's a motel right Which yeah is a, it's like a motel yeah. six okay. all right let's go let's go we've got our spot why does everything happen at this motel that night- it's a magical wound also because you live in a town of 2,000 people. Aren't there any hotels? Although we did discuss that there are a dozen. But, but like tourist traps. This is magic. This is dirt. Nobody's doing dirt at like the tourist. Yeah, there's like two. There's by what's-his-face. So. Silas. There's yeah. two cheap garbage hotels you can stay at. Yeah. You Silas is one. Odds uh, are 50-50. All right. So I think, yeah. So I think like the locket kind of like kind of disintegrates in her hand. And I look at the, the map and I'm like, so you want to go now? Why not? It's like 9 p.m. Fuck it. Let's do it. Catch her off guard, right? Because we might lose her if we don't do it now. Like, we know where she is right now. We don't have her. <laughs> huh? We don't have her. Don't get it twisted. She's still fucking Charlotte. I know. I'm saying I'm we know where she is right that, now. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so you guys let load up and head over to this hotel? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... I think we established before it's like a 40 minute drive or whatever mm-hmm. out to this hotel. Uh, you pull up, there are a handful of cars, maybe six or so um, out front. Obviously, there's sort of a pull in office and then, you know, the rooms off to the side. Two story. Do you want to start knocking what on doors? What is the name of this motel? It, I mean, it probably legit is like Motel 6. <laughs> it's a, like a franchise. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's Motel Nine. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to add it to the board? Yeah. Um, okay. As a location, no, it goes. All right, so we either start knocking on doors. Uh, no, Cass will go to the uh, the desk mm-hmm. and talk to the gal at the desk and be like, "Hey, my aunt has checked in, and she forgot to tell me what room she's in. She has strawberry blonde hair. She's." Little bit older, looks like me, looks like her. Yeah. So do you know not me. Room, do you know what room she's in? There's a young I don't know who came in with me. There's a um it's a young she probably late late teens, early twenties girl behind the desk. She has sort of like this kind of like faded, dyed pink hair that's kind of turning back to its natural color at the roots. She looks 
tired. She looks like just beat up and tired. And she kind of like stares at you and she's like sitting behind the desk. You, th- you think just staring off into space when you come in and uh, she looks at you and she's like, uh, yeah, um, sorry, you're looking for. Uh, well, actually, it, uh, I can't give you guys information about uh, people staying here. Oh. Hey, um, she's going to turn on the charm. So. Go for it. No, go ahead. <laughs> it's fine. You had a plan. Do it. Go ahead. It's your birthday. Uh, <laughs> it's just that I have a rapport of four. That's all. If you have an idea, though, do it. What's your charm thing? Like, what's the... Well, I was going to, like, play up my charm and be like, go back to the standard bouncy, flouncy, just fake it for a minute. Yeah. And play dumb. And that was it. What's the role for that? It Well, I didn't have a role for it because my goal was not to roll for it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'll say to your point, Lydia, you can also always, again, try to create an aspect mm-hmm. or like create a situational modifier that's not directly. So even if you're like, right. I don't want to try to roll to persuade this lady, I want to set up a situation mm-hmm. where she's more partial to me. You can do that. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Because you've, you've played that she is charismatic and amazing. Right. So I was like, and that's empathy, which is your highest stat, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So do you want to do that? Yeah. Like I said, you had an idea to go for it. And you're her age-ish. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I would just be like, I get it. I get it. Before I came here, I was a student too. Do you go to Wellspring Community College? <laughs> God, must be hell. I've heard all about it. We, I was actually down there the other night for a meeting. It's kind of chaotic. I don't know how you do it. I'm guessing from her age that she's probably like a part-time student slash worker. You don't I don't know. She hotel. runs a Fortune 500 company. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Uh, give me your empathy role. Of what's my stat to be? Empathy. Right. What's my stat to be? Oh, you're rolling off against her. Well, yes. What's the what's the number? You don't you know. <laughs> Just tell me. You you win, Lydia. You get all the money in my wallet. And you get 14 fate points. Unfortunately, we share bank accounts. Okay. What you got? Four. You got a four. Yep. I'm not going to make that higher or anything. You're going to do any success at a cost? Yeah. So you just get a boost. So it's a one-time invocation. and then, Or, yeah. Yeah. You get a one-time thing. I just don't get it. It's hard being a full-time student and working, and I just understand her pain. Yeah, she she more looks confused about why you're talking so much about her, but she's she can sense the overall like tone of concern. But before she gets a chance to like directly respond to you, that's when Cass is like, "Hey, I'm looking for yada yada yada," and then the whatever you were gonna say. So you get a free boost if you want to pass it off to her. Yeah, at that point, I'm gonna try to give her tips and tricks about how to stimulate herself and late night tips, like you know, drink some peppermint tea, wake yourself <laughs> up, aromatherapy, um, put a little peppermint under the nose. I'm just gonna try. And to if you're interested her. in making a million dollars working at home next <laughs> I have year, this scheme <laughs> enjoy. buy into. There is a name. Uh, we're not gonna say any of those on. No. The- <laughs> there is a name for an essential yes, oils no. one. I no, can't no, remember no, it at no. the time. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is what I'm going to try to convince her into. All right. Talk her ear off. Uh, Chrissy. Uh, yeah. So like I said, she does all that, I guess. And, and frankly, I guess if she's like sitting there busy body talking to her, then Cass is going to like look at the ledger. <laughs> well, so she's not like that distracted. Okay. She's like she she can sense sort of she's disarmed by Aster's empathy, but she's not like. If that's what she's going for, though, and I see that she's going for it, I'm going to give her an in for that. 
Ah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so you have a free boost. If that's boost. the route you want to go, we can go there. So you have that boost, so you could use it for something else, too, and her being somewhat distracted. You can try to make a... Ooh, but that's only if that's the route skill? you want to go. Sure. Some kind of stealthy skill. Wherever the hell that's going to be. Can I not do investigate? No, I think it'd be stealth, because in this case, the issue isn't like putting together pieces of information and figuring it out, but it's... Or notice? No. Then don't do that. Like, if there's... I mean, it's all... Is it computerized? Is, I mean, so I guess how, like, intense you're yeah. going to get with it. Was it? I don't know. Well, she's well, you can do something else. So do something else. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Because your original angle was you wanted to like talk her into telling you. Telling you. Yeah. yeah. So you can still do that. Lydia set you up you with an advantage to give a boost so that she's more disarmed for your, uh, your rapport. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah. She, I mean, she does the, the hun. I know you're real tired. I'm real tired. My aunt needs her medicine. She forgot to tell me what room she's in. If you could just please tell me so I could get this medicine to her. And you know what? Yeah. Let me buy you dinner too. What do you like? <laughs> Let's roll, and then you can talk about that. It's so sketchy. Get you some beer. Mm. <laughs> or just I got a seven. She got you. Way got it. Yeah, easily. She got Holy two. shit! Money. What's your rapport? Money four. four, and then you got a three. That's really good. Correct. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, she's just totally like. Hun, let me take care of you. I gotta take care of my aunt. I'll order you pizza, like whatever you need. Yeah, she doesn't panic, but she like clearly in her mind, there's a lot of gravity in the situation. She's also worried about your aunt. She's like, yeah, um, there's a woman who fits that description. She doesn't really come into the office very much, but she's been here for a little bit. And uh, she kind of spins around and she doesn't just tell you the number. She actually shuffles through and she'll pull out the like office card for that room and gives it to you. She's like, but I have to have that back. So please return it. Absolutely. Um, Here you, here's twenty bucks. Order something for you to eat. You sure. look like you could eat. Yeah, she's very. Th- <laughs> she's you very should thankful. eat some more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cass is leveling. You should eat. Yeah, um, that's true. All right, and so she walks out, and I'm like, Yeah, Gretchen's like leaning against the front of the car, smoking. I'm assuming <laughs> with her martini, a finger, a finger, four cigarettes at the same time. You got a card. Let's go. Right, she motions after you. Yeah, Cass. Heads straight to that room. As we leave, I'm going to take out a little sprig of peppermint in my... And eats it, I guess. Because, like, good lord. No, I'm going to pass it off to her. Leave it on the desk. Put that under your bed at night. You might sleep a little better. (laughs) With peppermint? Maybe not peppermint. I'll just give her some sachets of herbs. But for now... Put a smudge. (laughs) Put this in her drink. (laughs) Oh, God, you're roofing. I bought her pizza. (laughs) I'm just trying to help out. Sure. If she uses it or not, that's not up to me. <laughs> I just throw bundles of herbs at her. And- Here, you want some weed? <laughs> I know. She gives her weed. You give her $20. <laughs> it's a pizza. No, it's probably just oregano. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. And then you, you head upstairs. Yeah. So there's a room sort of the opposite end of the hotel from where uh, Clara's room is. The, it, there's Let's a door a with a lock. <laughs> what do you do? It's locked. Well, I yeah, have a key. it's automatically locked. I have a key, but uh, I'm going to take it from you. Are you going to open the door? Yeah. Like the light is off. So it, it's about 10 p.m. a little earlier than 10 and the light. But the light in the room is off. Uh, I'm going to take a key from you. OK. And I'm going to open the door. I'm not knocking like and she's like aggressively like boop, boop, and like push the door open. Yeah. The room is pitch black. There's no lights in the room. I feel uh, like my hand goes immediately out to like the side of the, the door frame. Right. Yeah. The curtain's drawn. 
you see um so you you, you reach over and you flip on the light switch mm-hmm. yeah uh you flip on the light there's two beds in the room sitting on one of the beds steering basically so there's two beds there's like the little closet nook and then there's a bathroom right there sitting on one of the beds just staring uh, directly into the bathroom is uh, the same sort of tied up hair, shaved on the sides. Uh, what we said, strawberry blonde mm-hmm. woman from the woods. I think I'm going to stay in the door frame with my sisters behind me. And are you blocking us? Yes. I'm like Charlotte. Yeah. Um. What are you guys doing? That's why I asked that. Question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I asked that question. Well, sure, but you can still do something. Yeah. If I she pass, is blocking arms, us, whatever. I won't do anything because I assume that I'm behind Cass because I'm reluctant about this whole thing. I would be behind and if she's blocking us, I'm not going to do anything now. I feel like this has happened quickly enough. Like, like everyone's catching time feelings has, or catching hands. Something's happening. Right, but I feel like <laughs> Cass, like you, we don't know, like we know our mom was magic. We don't know what mom is now. And so you just opened a door to it. So Cass is ready in action, basically. Where, like, she will protect you if she has to. She will throw a chair. She will break a window. She will do something. Yeah. Because she's nervous about you just barging into. I'm not barging in. Right. But that's how she sees it. Is, like, we don't know what's on the other side of this door. And so she's not going to rush in. But she's prepared. She's like, hi <laughs> or, or so she thinks. That's how she thinks. Yeah. yeah. Like I said. That's how she sees it. Uh, yeah. So you say Charlotte. Cass is directly behind you, and I'm assuming very close behind is uh, Aster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She um, sort of like spins off of the bed and runs towards you. Tell me when I'm in the room. Oh, God. Is she like a zombie, too? Well, I was concerned, but I don't think so. <laughs> As she barrels down to me, I think, uh, I think Gretchen like puts her hands out in front of her. To like block her from touching her, you um you you feel something firm grasp your wrist and kind of pulls into you and you get bodied. What? Uh, the two of you watch as this woman that you definitely recognize, probably you recognize more quickly, definitely looks like your mom, older but looks like your mom. Sort of grabs hold of Gretchen and just kind of slams into her and into the door frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I guess uh, she's gonna hurt you. So aggressively, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very aggressively. <laughs> Gently hurts me. So you can resist however you want. I mean, this there's nothing magical about this. You're being grabbed and shoved into a doorway. Okay, yeah. I I mean, it's physique then, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, Gretchen's in, like, oh, we didn't talk about how big she is. Does that matter? It doesn't really matter. About how big your mom is? Yeah. Uh, she's not, like, huge or anything. Um, I imagine she's, they like, They usually a- are big. I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> what you got? Three. Okay, she got five. Five. Okay, then. Can I help her create an aspect before you use your last one? Um. So you what you you couldn't help create an aspect now because that happened. But what okay. you could do is you could contribute. Uh, you could use teamwork to use one of your aspects to help. Yeah, I haven't used one, so that's better than you using your last one. Please, I don't have feelings about it. Um. As soon as I, first of all, I've just been waiting for her to be disarmed so that I could do something. That's so Winchester. Let's be entirely honest. I was just waiting for an opportunity. I'm going to call upon my magic and I'm immediately going to, I assume there are windows. I don't know what floor we're on. I don't know that it It is dark outside. There's very little, it's kind of overcast. Pull from the windows, second floor, 
vines pulls her down to the ground. So I like it. I think we're one action ahead. So first you need how you're going to keep. So at this point, she's being kind of bodied into the doorway Mm -hmm. and sort of opening up between you, the you, Cass, and your and her Charlotte. So it needs to be. So I like it. But I think think more like how am I preventing her from getting harmed? And then your action is I pull the vines up and attack her. I feel like narratively it make more sense maybe if it was Cass and she threw something at mom. No, I like it. No, it's Aster's turn, and Aster was pulling Charlotte off of me. Yeah, I think that makes yeah. perfect sense. Okay. Yeah, like I've been waiting for a moment the whole time. We got that bit of rage we're yeah. in. Yeah, I'm really mad at mom. Really mad. And so the violence, we choose sure. violence. So you're gonna you still want to use the vines to try to pull her off to restrain her. So I want to ask some fucking questions. Okay, so well, but remember, the restraining and thing is a next step. Also, protect her beautiful older sister. I appreciate you. I only see mom. But right now, you're spending <laughs> a fate. But right now, you're spending a fate point to try to yep. pull to pull vines up and try to pull her off of your mom yep. or off of uh, Gretchen. Okay, yep. spend a fate point. All right, that um, wouldn't match you though. So that would make her tied with. The, yeah, a six minor cost. So take two stress, and your stress would go away, Cass. I figured. I At the end of the scene. Uh, all right. What are you doing, Cass? So are they prone? Are they still standing? What, what right now she's been pulled back. Uh, I know Aster's going to try to restrain her with vines. What are you doing? I also think she was looking in the bathroom. What's in the fucking bathroom? Or in the mirror or whatever. Space. So are they both in the room now? Yeah, uh, no, I don't think she is because she just pulled vines up unless you stepped into the room. But it sounds like you just used the vines from the it ground. It was like an immediate reaction. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm saying you didn't then move forward into the room. Yeah. So no, I haven't had the opportunity. You're in between. You're still in between them. The wizard has cast. <laughs> and she's not restrained yet, but it's clear that they're like vines wrapped around her arms and legs and are going to try to pull her back. Uh, Cass is going to slide the bed or animate the bed <laughs> oh, to move between... Gretchen and mom, just to give space. Okay, uh, that sounds like you want to create an advantage. Sure. So uh, use your magic stuff. It's like a Murphy bed. It's like, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know how good the trash can did. Woof. I got a three. Uh, what's your skills are four, right? It's a, I use physique for this, so it's a three. I still think you need a, a four. Yeah. All right. Well, then I'll use an aspect. Um, I guess heart of the Everly family. Like my sister's being attacked. Like oh, sure. I don't yep. care if it is mom. Did you have something you wanted to call this bed barrier? <laughs> bed barrier. Uh, what would be bed knobs and broomsticks? Love it. Love it. Too bad it's not Casper mattress. <laughs> we're going. We're going with movie titles tonight. or purple or purple. Tonight's episode was brought to you by Murphy Bed, <laughs> the futon store. <laughs> so, and then because you succeeded, you get a free invoke. Um, all right. So, what are you guys doing? You wanted to try to uh, restrain her. What's everybody else like? Is anybody doing anything in the meantime, or is that the next thing that's up? It's like Cass moves in. So we got vines, bed, Cass moving past me. Well, to you. Okay. Yeah, because now there's a bed between you. Yeah, I think. Like I said, her whole point was readying an action to protect you. Yeah, I I don't think Gretchen's lunging toward anybody. Like her mother slammed her against the wall or whatever. Mm-hmm. So at this point, she's 
um, stunned and, and shocked. And so I think when you move into her, I, Gretchen would instead grab your hand and like keep you near her mm-hmm. and not letting you move further into the room. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're up then. Yeah. I'm going to, my goal is to pin her down. All right. What is it? Versus or? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be opposed. Um, And you're what? So what are are, are you using to try to do that? Plant magic. Empathy. Try to use empathy. Okay. Get her. What? She said. I'm just thinking. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. All right. What you got? Six. All right. Don't be mad. All right, I guess it works. He's thinking about how he can beat me. That's Aww. what's happening. No, I'm not thinking about how I can beat you. I'm thinking about how I can drain your resources. <laughs> um, but it would take a lot, and I'd have to turn her into uh, – I'd have to do a lot of work. <laughs> so. <laughs> He's like, I'm tired, no big deal. So, no. Uh, yes, that works. You got a six, yeah. so it works spectacularly. She only got a two – a one, so you get more than two shifts of. Certainly, she's realized okay. by now who's entered the room. So does that mean? Assuming she's like. <laughs> yeah, she holds all of you and says, "I love you." Here's this very elaborate reason why I haven't <laughs> been in your lives. So, with the success, we all know I'm not super great at controlling my magic. I'm not like super great at any of that. I think I'm going to go a little hard with the restraints, and I think they're just going to dig into her skin. Maybe they might pop out a few um, like thorns as well. So I'm just kind of really mad. <laughs> I think I've just lost it a little bit. Sure. Maybe that's making an aspect against myself. No. So what you're doing is you're proposing a. Uh, Are you compelling her? Yeah, you're com- proposing a compel on yourself. That's what I'm doing. So yes. that's what I want. Yeah, I think maybe you do go a little too hard, but in that the restraints start to like tighten and you can actually see uh, like so you, you've sort of bound. It's not like you, you haven't tied her up or anything. It, it's like there are vines kind of going all the way up her arm and all the way up her legs. You know, she's basically like covered in vines except for sort of her face and maybe part of her torso. And uh, the group of you see them start to constrict to the point that like you can see there's, you know, lines where her skin is sort of turning red and a little bit of blood starts to like kind of trickle. Do you want that? I want that. All right. I suggested that. Ooh. But there's basically like a huge ball of vines now in the middle of this room that is constricting your uh, mother to death. Aster, 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 stop, stop. Don't, don't let her, don't let her do this to you. What? Oh, you're killing her. Are you okay with killing someone with your magic? Promise it's not fun. Wait, you know? Stop while you can. Hold on. <laughs> Pause. Time out. Uh, yeah, no, I'll stop. Uh, no, you don't. No, not entirely. <laughs> you accepted a compel. Oh, I can't no. stop at all. No, Whoa. <laughs> She's going to kill her. Um... I guess, I mean, we can compel you as the linchpin. You force her to stop. And you guys do a roll-off, right? So you don't have to do a roll-off or anything. But basically think about it as I the yeah. compel is another obstacle has entered into yeah. play, which is that Aster has sort of lost control of her magic and her right. anger right. and yeah. now is, you know, And so I would compel you to mom. be like, you have to dominate Aster. You. <laughs> 
But you don't have to not compel like her to that. do it. You can yeah. just do whatever yeah, you no, want to do. I guess like, yeah, Cass is like, she's looking at Aster and Aster's like not stopping. And she looks at Gretchen and Gretchen's like, whatever. And so Cass like, yeah, she kind of like closes her eyes and pulls on the um, Everly line. And she's gonna be like, Aster, listen to me. Listen to my voice. Come back to us. Do not go down this road. We don't want to lose you to it. Please, and I think what please happens. Please listen to me. Hear me. I think internally when that happens, I'm going to remember, I'm going to recall to Agnes's journal. And I don't want to go down that road. Like I'm going to see flashes of the journal. I'm going to be like. Or you're like, she was really cool and in control of herself all the time. Mm-hmm. And then Cass is just going to keep on talking. I have talking. something like, to prove. She may she even, was a real <laughs> meanie head. She may even go Gollum she where she's like back and forth with yeah. Schmeagol, you know, that kind of dialogue. And like Cass is just, listen to my voice. Listen to me. I'm right here. Your sisters yeah. are here. We love you. We accept you. We want you to be your true self. Don't fall down this road you won't like it and we need you to stay i think it's an internal battle i think yeah. the Gollum smeagol comparison is pretty accurate right but ultimately but i'm just pushing that magic at you so, the whole time so you'll yeah. make it sounds like you'll make a rapport roll yeah, sure. oh. who's opposing <laughs> uh let's just opposing? set an obstacle i don't think it makes any sense you're not trying to kill your mom you're just mad no. so let's just say uh five all right well i am really shitty so oh, i'm no. gonna spend my point is that your last the family? One? Yeah, your last one. We already talked about it. <laughs> and I got a five. Nice. So uh, tie, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it may hurt mom a lot. Not. Don't care about that. I don't want her to kill her. That that is it. I and not because I don't want mom dead. I mean, that'd be great to get some information, but because I don't want her to kill. Someone. Yeah. So. Um, not forgotten about the uh, admission that she definitely almost killed someone. <laughs> Throughout all of this, let her kill her. Gretchen, you probably you might be the only one who noticed. You may not even notice. Are you paying attention to what they're doing? Yes, I think because, like I said, I was holding Cass back. Yeah. So and as like the vines tighten and Aster has not entered the room yet, and this one is like mumbling basically to the woman behind us. Yeah, I, like my my focus is forward. Okay. Yeah. So you can sort of see. Like uh, around the, you know, there's a mattress literally in front of you. So it's mm. not, you're not staring at her or anything, but you don't really hear anything. Like you can sort of hear, you can kind of hear the like tightening around flat, like the vines kind of tightening because they writhe a little bit as they rub together. But you don't, nobody's screaming or like begging for you to stop. Nothing's like snapping or breaking or anything. It's just, yeah, just quiet other than the sound of these vines and uh, cast talking. But it does work. You're able to control yourself. So at this point, if you if you want to not continue constricting. No, I'll stop. I don't want to be an Agnes. Not if I can help it. Again, I don't think Agnes would have lost control and strangled someone with vines. Well, I always viewed her as a dark. Oh, yeah. Would she have killed someone? You also think your sisters are dark. (laughs) So, I mean, like, (laughs) you're pretty judgy. (laughs) She definitely she definitely would have killed somebody. Um, I don't want to go down that road. I think this probably would have killed you, to be honest, for she if totally she needed to. Yeah. Uh, and I think, well, I think yeah. as it happens, like, uh, if I can maneuver past the bed. Yeah, at, at this into point, the room. at this point, she's restrained and nothing's happening. So you can easily just kind of step around. The yeah, bed. the bed's not going to stop. Yeah. You. So what I mean, what what's going on? Like, she's like, so she's strapped and her like her upper chest, and her face are exposed. Yeah. What's her expression? So she's what's wearing this. Um, she's she's in like jogging gear. Actually, the same jogging gear that you saw her in. So she's kind of covered wrist to neck basically like lower neck and she uh she just looks kind of blank expression sort of staring forward um Um, she does seem to notice you so when you walk around the mattress she just kind of pop her eyes over to you and then just sort of looks back forward 
think through gritted teeth, Gretchen says mom and is like closing the distance between them. Yeah. Um, you see that she's kind of she's sort of locked her jaw and is kind of staring off in front of you. What what was your like mom's pet name for you when you were a kid? I don't know. I hate this. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> um, I think it. Um, I think it's buttons. Buttons. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, have feelings well, about we, it. Wrong. No, <laughs> no garbage. No, it's what I think of Coraline and buttons, and so no, it's, it's very more of a creepy. Nose. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's very creepy in my head. I'm like, Ugh. no. It's like yeah. Nose. So you say, "Mom," and she continues to just sort of stare forward, kind of like locked jaw. Do you get closer? Yes. I, I, I close the distance and I think touchy feely Gretchen like reaches out to her um, and touches um, her shoulder that that's kind of like between like the vines and whatever is exposed. Yeah. So as you sort of reach out to her, your hand kind of brushes along the like length of her chin sort of back towards her ear and uh, her eyes sort of widen a bit and she looks at you and you see like uh, tears kind of start to well up in her eyes and uh, she just kind of lets out uh, buttons. <laughs> um, I think with that, um, Gretchen would throw her hands forward and clasp her face and say nighty night and and put her out. Ew. Why? I because she's very actually and tough and scary. I think so. Nope. I think that you see because this is still your trouble, oh, right? Yep. Possibly. Yeah. So I think Maybe. you um, <laughs> she, she, she sort of says buttons and you start having like all of these. In fact, <laughs> It's kind of mean. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> oh, they say. As, <laughs> as opposed as opposed to your like as opposed to your childhood memories of like being with your mom, you start having all these flashbacks to the like rue imbued memories yep. you had with your mom. Yep. Like this like horrifically traumatic experience. And I don't think you touch her at all. I think you kind of pull your hand back disgusted and you storm out of the hotel room. Ooh. You have to take it. She oh, no, no. she has a fate point. She, she could no she could re refuse it if she wants. And I'm it, for the people at home. I'm invoking uh, rejects a small <laughs> town magical worst. family reputation. Um, okay, let me think about it. She's pretty bitter. I'm not mad at it. Okay, yeah. I think what happens then is she's like reaching out to her and she's buttons, and then I I think like she pulls her hands back against her chest, her eyes narrow, and she storms out, just silent and crestfallen. What do you guys do? Well. I would just say when she called her buttons. First of all, I didn't know that was her nickname, but I know immediately like when she says, yeah, it, it's pretty obvious. what yeah. happened. Maybe would, not her thought process, but. And I would just say you don't deserve to call any of us by our nicknames anymore. Like you don't deserve it. Yeah, I cut her right off. And you also definitely don't deserve to be called mom. It's not something that she gets to do. Yeah. Um, she's looking dead ahead, steely eyed. So. She's only focused on, correct me if I'm wrong, Gretchen has only caught her attention so far. When Gretchen touched her, she uh, it stirred her very up. briefly broke and, you know, yep. 
called her by her pet name. But then as soon as Gretchen pulled her hand back, she was back to staring ahead. I'm going to look at Cass and be like, you know what we have to do. Like, we have to break it. She's obviously enchanted. Yeah, so the first thing Cass does is she walks over to her mom and she pulls back to yep. see if the gold weaving is there. Yeah, there's a, you don't see a gold weaving, but there's this like fine sort of like purplish thread that's yep. been sort of stitched into like all through her chest. And yep. It's all right. It smells sort of strong too of like a, like a lavender or something. Like it has a very floral scent. Did the other one have a, like mm. a scent? No. All right. I'm going to have to break this one too. Um, Did you mean to say lavender like intentionally or just, uh, just floral floral? I, I didn't mean to specify lavender. I, guess I, don't, not a I have not read your <laughs> grid over there and I don't know what all of these things mean. Yeah. I think at this point, like Gretchen's just standing on the balcony, like gripping the handrails and staring out into the night. Well, let me just say that it was interesting that you chose lavender because it attracts love. It's a beacon of love. <laughs> so it was an interesting choice. Knowing what I know, <laughs> I don't think it was lavender. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Cass is going to take a... She's tied down. Like She's not going to get anywhere. Yeah, right? she, she lost her role and isn't going anywhere. Uh, so she turns to Aster and she's like, I'm going to have to break this one too. But I think we should take her home first. Take <laughs> What? What? Can we, can we try to do it here? I mean, we, yeah, we can try. I just like, like the library's, the, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah. We have one place if we have to, all fine. Right, all right, all right, all right. But we have one this place is that was solace. It's just mom. Okay. All right. All right. It's just, it's just another spell. Come on, Cass, you've done this a thousand it's times. It's okay. If we if we totally fail, I can I can help out. I've got some chamomile poultices. It's it's fine. They're for healing. I can help heal. I've her. done this spell a thousand times. It's just mom. And so, so my brain is a little crazy about it, but it's fine. I, well, I think so at I will that say, though. This this is not the you have no reason to believe that this is the like I can't speak mind control right. spell or whatever. The only thing that's similar is the uh, the stitching in her chest. It may yeah, not be runes. a memory spell. All right. Well, I guess we can try it. There's no reason to not believe that though internally. Like, well, it's start. not that she can't speak, or well, it's not that she can't tell you the truth. Like that other guy she's specifically was. Yeah. Like she's not. She's not. But Neverly. It seems to me like she's being blocked. Mm-hmm. And that's really been the whole point of my spell is that it blocks the magic. Oh, sure. I see yeah, what you're saying. I would think like I would say compel you to say my time has come and like you fucking rally the troops, right? Like, would you like to suggest a compel? Yeah. She can't not take Can I just it. Throw it. She can't not take I can't it. Take, I can't not take it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, that's right. You know, uh, yeah. no wait, yeah. so do you. So wait, you would suggest a compel to the GM. You wouldn't give up your own fate point. He gets no. Pulled. He gets pulled from the pool. Well, because that, you're making your life worse by doing that, right? But she's well, saying, she gave- "I think your life should be harder." Here's the thing that you have yeah. to do. So you see, but she gets Gretchen- from her own personal pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's because how it works if we can each other. So you are saying, Jacob, I want my yeah, life to be no. harder. So it wouldn't make any sense for you to be penalized twice. No, that's just really terrible. But she's saying she wants somebody else's life to be harder, so she has to pay for <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we're we're in this together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Cass is gonna try that spell. It may may not work, but she's like Because your older might, sister this might who's protected you the entire time, who said mom left for a reason, right. has stormed from the room after hearing a childhood nickname. So but to make sure that you're getting something functionally useful out of it, what's the what's the goal of the spell? Is to break 
whatever that binding is. Well, to break, well, to, that she will recognize us, right? Right. Like the, she- the way the cast sees it, and this could be incorrect, but the way cast right, sees it is that whatever this spell is, is binding her to not feel, to not see, to not be. You draw her back to the Everlease. Sure. So, okay. All right. That, perfect. So I can't answer this question. I was being too subtle. The the weaving is what they do to turn a dead body into an automaton. It's oh. sort of it's sort of the like fibrous runes they use to in, implant a soul into. So, in fact, actually, this probably would be a powerful moment for you, Cass, as you realize that your mom is dead. She did die. Okay. So let's rewind. Rewind. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she storms out of the room. Mm-hmm. I walk over and I rip open her shirt and I see this thing. And we've decided that that means that she's a zombie, basically. Yeah, her her body is being used by someone else. Fucking knew and it. And so, yeah, Cass looks at it and she goes, it's... I fucking knew it. It's not mom. I knew it. It's it's not mom. She turns to ask her. She's like, it's, it's, it's not mom. I knew she would have told us. But you also haven't touched... Neither of you have touched her yet, right? No. Yeah. I so, mean, I, I touched her clothing. Yeah, yeah. Not her skin. We don't want to kill her. We don't want to do that. So do we just start bringing bodies to him? What is his name in the woods? <laughs> the the Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Stanley. Stanley. We're just going to keep bringing bodies yeah, to Stanley? Like, okay, okay. What's happened is you've ripped up her shirt. You see the thing. Mm-hmm. Do you say anything? What do you do? Like I said, she's like. It's not her. It's not mom. But then it's mom. I don't. Kathleen then gives her a hug. Like, she doesn't know what else. Like, it's mom, but it's not mom. She didn't get to say goodbye. Yeah. Uh, no, that makes sense. Uh, so that's the compel I get, I guess, is like, I never, I didn't get to say goodbye. Like, no one did. Right. And like, it's mom, but it's not mom. Yeah. Um, yeah she, does. She, does. she leans in, hugs her, and just starts to bawl. Yeah. There's not like a hugely noticeable change. Um, in fact, you probably don't notice anything change, right? You're, you're just sobbing. You can kind of see, though, because uh, I'm assuming that Aster doesn't run in and, like, join in this weird <laughs> plant-based group hug, right? Yeah. So, but you but you can see sort of a few paces back that, um, like, it, Charlotte's, like, you can clearly see tears sort of running down her face. Yeah. I'm torn. I would like... To console Cass. And I would like to be present. And I would like to give her a hug. But I really don't want to get close to Charlotte. (laughs) And so from a distance, I'll come closer and I'll like approach. And I'm going to be like, are you okay? Are you okay? Cass, like, it's not mom. You told me it wasn't mom. Yeah. Okay. So yes. Yeah. So what will happen is like Cass is like like I said she's like clamped onto this woman. It's like crying all this grief. Her aunt's died. Everything has happened. And here's this mother that left, and it's just a lot. And then Aster walks up, and she's like, "Are you okay? Maybe you touch my shoulder." Yep. And Cass turns and looks at her, and then just throws herself to you, and okay. like is just like I said, full that that sobbing that like you feel to your very soul. And she's like, "You're right. It's not her." And I'm going to whisper to her while she's, like, crying. Because obviously you're not talking. It's, <laughs> it's like, a word. real ugly crying. It's super ugly. <laughs> it's, like, snot yeah. dripping down. Just thanks, real nasty. Thanks. It's great. Uh, <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> um, but I'm going to whisper in your ear. And I'm going to be like, 
you can have a minute. But we've got to figure out what to do with her after this. Yeah. With that, she like she does the whole like practicality, snaps back to like cast practicality. She's like, okay. And walks out to Gretchen. So how far did Gretchen go? She's at the just at the balcony, like yeah, right there. Yeah. Um, and gripping the and I think I hear you say that. Like it's just she's not it's not her, right? Yeah. yeah. It's so profane and horrible. I the fucking council. And they're using her body. I kind of want to kill her. Kill her. <laughs> she's not human. She's not a thing. Well, I mean, she's just she's creation. She's a thing. She's like, I'm, but she doesn't, I mean, but she's trapped. I don't know. It seems, I think, okay, so, so here's what really happens. So you say that and Gretchen is just stricken by what's in that room. And I think resolutely turns and goes in to destroy that. Can we roll lore to know if there's a way to like undo Oof. So you don't you yeah. can't, though, like if she's moving that quickly. So I think even she's tied up still, I not, think not her. Me. Oh. So I mean, that's fair if you. But I was trying to rescue Gretchen from doing like a horrible act without a lore roll. Don't you have a like I can read? Yeah. So you I would know call anything I've read. So so a lot of this stuff is is more has some art to it over science. And so in theory, so like Kimball was probably is an imperfect homunculus, right? Somebody has imbued this human a corpse essentially with a personality which ideally if you're up to dark deeds is not ideal um it seems like whoever did this to your mother did a better job right. and has just like excised basically all of the personality of whatever they put into it is there a way to banish a soul from a homunculus maybe it depends on did this person create a life and imbue it in there or is it a spirit that they captured in some kind of I gym think and put more in more importantly do we have that capability we don't have necromancy no. so i but i think and i think Gretchen it's so hard into to the do. room it, she tries again to put her hands on her so it's roughly the the same thing so you you kind of put your hands on her and and you you sense a moment of uh like clarity but there's it's fleeting it's not like she doesn't like snap back to being your mom or anything there's like a very brief moment where she like looks you dead in the eyes and you swear to god it's her but then so, you know less I than a second later she's think just staring that forward. um gretchen would drain cast the creation and grabs your hand as in a don't do this nope. or i support you to just hold your hand okay i mean yeah, yeah so that's what's happening yeah. then it's like her hands or your shoulder on the body like, cast is like right there with you like whatever you're doing we're doing it together because this is just yeah she's uh, not gonna I'll join in she's not gonna let you do it alone I'll join in like it's your magic but she's not gonna let you do it alone give me a roll it'll just be your magic skill whatever that is power of three we'll all be around each other what you got <laughs> seven oh yeah. shit so as you uh you you sort of put your hands where like are you grabbing her face or are you no I think it's still planted like like on her uh on her collarbone because yeah. like no, she wouldn't touch her face. She's just like holding her collarbones and like looking her dead in the face, though. Yeah, she's she's like just staring, sort of like out past you, um, as you just kind of feel the life kind of leaving her body, and you can just kind of see you see or like literally she starts to sort of shrivel, um, and as she does the sort of the that purple thread that kind of like runs up and over her shoulders, kind of burn like it starts to burn your hand, not not like a hot stove, but like if you, you know, like just uncomfortable, not enough to like sear your skin. Like Burke's um, magic. 
eventually, I mean, it takes a while, maybe, you know, 15, 20 seconds of her oh, body literally just like, like, oh my God, it's a long time, man. <laughs> of her body just sort of uh, decaying and it's sort of uh, just kind of like writhing away. And sort of right before her eyes close, you you sense like she it almost looks like she kind of looks you in the eyes and you sense sort of a, a, a peacefulness mm-hmm. and she's gone. Whew. I assume we leave that. Moment, right? <laughs> like, like, I assume we're not like the minute around. that happens, like like full on. Yeah, like, well, I mean, like so. What and... what is physically present? Yeah. Uh, hmm. A lump of coal. Uh, <laughs> pile of bones and thread, I guess. Yeah. Uh, then Gretchen turns on a heel and walks up. Before you're leaving, I'll mm-hmm. be the. I'm out. No, before <laughs> I leave, I'm going to take the vines that were previously there kind of connect to them and have them form bluebells like bluebell flowers in the room yeah okay that's a little memory and then once you guys make it out to the car i'm pretty sure gretchen's probably throwing up behind (laughs) (laughs) so there's a pile of bones and thread laying on the floor of this hotel room that i got a key for (laughs) Yeah, from a human girl, <laughs> like a, a oh, whole, it's flowers. whole person. Just, hang on, so, now it's flowers. You might yeah. want to take some steps to clean up after <laughs> uh, yourself. Yeah, so hang on, because like I have to live here. That's right. Because uh, like nobody's taking care of us. Take care of your own shit, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, like Gretchen storms out. Cass stands there for a minute. Bluebells are suddenly popping up, and like nope. Cass immediately looks around. She grabs a pillowcase. Puts the bones in the pillowcase and the thread in the pillowcase. You could also, I've, what I imagined you would do is just move all of that outside with the vines and away from the room. No, I mean, but like, that's fine if your simple response is to like, make it pretty and make it better. <laughs> oh, yeah, I also yeah, don't sure. really want anyone to use this room again. Hmm. She's going to destroy everything. <laughs> I love it. it. Well, <laughs> no, I, I love it. I think of it as a memory, but yeah, sure. Whatever. It's a nice little tombstone. And you move stuff with your mind. You're fine. Clean it up. Yeah, like I said, cast just like, gee, yeah, I don't even touch the bones. I just kind of whoop, whoop, whoop into the, and off it goes. Because, like, this girl saw my face. Like, I can't, like, leave she bones. She saw all our fucking <laughs> yes, faces. but I live here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a one-way street to jail. Right. And so, yeah, we take, we clean that up, which is fucking crazy. And we head to, I guess, the car. Do you guys search the room or do you sleep? Uh, yeah. No, I think as Cass is doing that, she because I feel like she's the other end of the book for the uh, like he said that this the council broke. Right. And so there's two masters, basically. Right. So I feel like she's the minion to the other masters. So she's looking for a book or something like that is what know. Cass is thinking. There's a yeah, you find a small backpack. It's like a, just a, a like a sports bag. Not even tucked under, like laying on the other mattress, not the one you threw, but All the right, other. I'm one. not gonna look through it, but I'm gonna grab yeah, it. Yeah, grab it. I'm basically like anything that's in this room that would leave any evidence that mom was here. Like mm-hmm. I'm literally just kind of like. That's that's the only thing you see. Uh, the bed doesn't even look like it was. Ev- the bed doesn't look like it's been slept in. Uh, there's like there's no the the everything's fully made. It doesn't look like any of the soaps have been opened or used. The you know sinks dry, showers empty. So yeah, I come out and I'm like, all right. Do you want to leave the detris here, like the bones and all that kind of stuff? Oof. I put everything in the car. I get in the car. <laughs> and I drive this back to her gravesite. Like, I drive to sure. her gravesite. We have a tomb. We have a family, like... Someone unburied her. Ew. Yeah. Like, she deserves to be... Violation of a body. At peace. Like, and 
Cass would probably do all of that without saying a thing. Like, yeah, is it just silence and, in the car? Uh, Everyone just. Yeah. <laughs> I said, full, I would think so. Full on practicality. Like, that's how she's got to handle it. That's how she has to process it. She's just like, this is a thing that has to be done. Well, on the bright side, on the bright side. Let's look on the broad side here. Is this, um, I, wait, is this in character in yes. the car? Yeah, that's really awesome. All right. Uh, on the bright it. side, I knew it wasn't her. I was right the whole time, y'all. Don't you feel better? I can't believe I burned up my life for that. Well, I mean, we put her to rest. It wasn't a complete waste. On another note, how are you feeling, Gretch? I wasn't damaged by it. Like I, I was damaged by it. Gretchen <laughs> was necessarily damaged by it. Uh, I think when you say that, like she was still in there. Not really. It knew my name. She was a pawn. Okay, but like she was a pawn, and she didn't deserve to be treated that way, and. I was right. She loves me. Like, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's great. Nothing changed. Hindsight's whatever you want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think when you say that, uh, Gretchen snaps back and she's like, you're right. You're absolutely right. She loved all of us. I don't know how she wound up in this. We're kind of piecing it together. Apparently... The Everleys have been knee-deep in council for ages. But you're absolutely right. She always loved you. And whatever that was, that was a mom. And Gretchen kind of swallows dryly <laughs> and looks out from the car. Yeah, and if we get to, like, whatever mausoleum that the Everleys may have or whatever, I guess we can shuck her in there. <laughs> Shocker. You tie off the bag, whip it over your head like a cowboy and fling it in. Yeah. Well, yeah, Cass will do whatever. Like, if yeah, it's you, like, you can yeah. re-entomb uh, her remains. And I think in the space, I would try to comfort you. And I'm like, you, I mean, I don't know what this is. But let me clarify. The council. Yeah. But why us? Why now? What's going on? Like. It wasn't us coming to power. It, it had something to do with Lillian. I thought maybe it was you and this council, uh, the circle bullshit, but. I mean, the council split. Something broke that. I, I don't know. And they were looking for her, even though she was another Kimball. We've got two teams. We've got team Kimball and team mom. And apparently team Kimball is looking for team mom. I guess there's these two like badass council fucking members probably buying it up for power because you know, that's what the fucking council does. And now we're all being brought in on it because we're just pawns in a whole fucking game. Oh, don't forget team Everly's in there too. Grandfather probably started. The camera oh, no. zooms in, and a big red border comes in, and she jumps up in the air with a fist. The end. We're our own team, fuckers. <laughs> it's not wrong. We go home, and the next step is we just ride our house. We're a united front. Hashtag team. Really? 
Yeah, yeah all the fires in the brazers burn burn very brightly this evening. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! You know, we can take comfort in the fact that our dead mother was not, not. gone and leaving us and 